Hello everyone, welcome to Wasp Basketball Weekly. This is the show that takes an inside look at the Emory and Henry men's and women's basketball programs. Today is Monday, February 26th. I am your host, Matt Spencer. Not joined by Coach Khalil Shakir today. He is away with some personal business, extra work. Uh, but I will be joined in by our other head coaches of our basketball teams. That is Coach Ben Thompson and Jacqueline Dickens. Today, we are happy to have the head coach of the women's basketball team, Coach Jacqueline Dickens, here today to sit and chat with us. Coach, how are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm doing pretty good. You? Not too bad. Uh, obviously, last week was a tough week. Uh, two losses at home, both to Mars Hill and Lenore Ryan. However, I want you to first talk about uh, something we've seen, uh, at least on social media, is your team's continued efforts in the play for the, uh, excuse me, the Play for K Foundation and all the work that your team has done so far. Can you just speak a little bit about that and the importance that is to you and your girls? Yeah, like I said, mentioned last week, um, it's a big, big thing across women's basketball uh, in general. Um, but I had the pleasure of meeting her a couple times, um, was at her camp, and then she recruited one of my kids that I had coached at Oak Hill when I was there. Um, so just super impressive lady, um, inspiring for sure. And so, you know, she made an impact, and uh, so many people have been affected by breast cancer and cancers in general. So that's something that's important to us and want to fundraise for that to uh, help others that are in need. Like Absolutely. You know, my grandmother included. Shout out to Doris Knowlton. Love <laughs> you. Um, so, yeah, that was a great event that we had at the game. Uh, a lot of names that we saw on the walls that, you know, people were playing for and you were coaching for. That game Wednesday against Mars Hill, we saw Bree Yarber score 34 points. She was the only player in double figures. You know, it's, it's safe to say that she's back and, and very healthy for you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, uh, seems good. She's still a little, like, rusty, gets tired a little quicker, but um, she's still Of course. Yeah, I don't think that I've ever had 34 points in a game, and she's coming back from injury and and doing all those things, which is good. Um, You know, and what was only a three-point deficit with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter against Mars Hill, can you kind of walk me through those last few minutes? I think you guys only ended up losing by seven. Uh, What kind of transpired there in those last few possessions versus Mars Hill? Yeah, we just um, can't let it come down to the end like that. yeah, we got down early um, and then fought back pretty pretty good this second half. And that's kind of us, you know, kind of up and down. Um, we'll always have one quarter that's bad, and that was in the first half this time. Usually it's the third. Third was great this time. Um, but, yeah, the end of the game just um, – I, I can't even remember because the uh, little Ryan's so fresh. Uh, but um, – you know, down to the end, tried to creep back and just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, I mean, we'll transition to that game versus Lenore Ryan, which was our senior day for Emory and Henry. Uh, actually, it probably wasn't as significant for you and the women's team as you technically, please correct me if I'm wrong, we don't have any seniors, is that correct? We don't. Um, Chelsea is going to graduate, okay. um, but looking to go into the MBA program. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plan, um, still talking to God about it and, seeing if he'll help us out uh, is for her to come back and everything to work out for her to be back. Um, and so that's the plan. Um, and she wants to be back and we want her back. So hopefully it all works out to where uh, it happens. And if if not, we're going to do something special for it when the rest of them come, have their senior day. Um, but no, don't have any senior, no true seniors um, that was here four years. Yeah, it's like you read my mind. I was, you know, looking forward to hearing if if you plan to have everyone back uh, with 
there being no seniors. So it's good that at least there's a plan in place to take care of Chelsea, who's been really good down the stretch for you all, yeah. uh, both on the court and off the court. Absolutely. She's a you know, bright personality, and I can speak for myself and everyone else saying we love having her around and hope to see her back. Yeah. Um, you know, with that being said, just really quickly, I know we touched on recruiting, I think, a couple of weeks ago. How how do you foresee the 2024 recruiting class meshing with this current roster who essentially can all be back next year? Yeah, I think we got to bring in, you know, at least three um, just to, one, uh, get better. Uh, we got to continue to get better. We'll have that experience coming back now, and that's so important. Um, they'll have, you know, they, we're right there with winning against teams, and I think next year with that experience we'll pass them. But – um, we got to get better, and uh, we, we, you know, lost a couple that decided that was on the team this year that uh, decided not to finish out the year. So, filling those spots. Um, but we don't, with us losing six next year, having six juniors next year, we don't want to bring in that big of a class yeah. uh, the following year. So, if we can get three and three, and um, probably maybe even four and four with us just having thirteen right now, that'll kind of give us a little uh, experience coming back the following year as well and not having such a big gap with those six seniors graduating. Mm-hmm. And to touch a little bit more about recruiting, I know you know I share an office with you know your top assistant coach, Gage Ash, and he's obviously all in. Um, I'm excited for him to start the recruiting process. Him being from that Ohio area and him being willing to travel and obviously go see recruits, do you foresee him staying in that area or do you have plans for him comes to recruiting, maybe getting out farther or just kind of sticking to your roots of, of what you've done in the past? Yeah, I'm excited for him to see like the teams that we typically follow in the AAU setting um, he's got a great personality to where um, he can connect with parents and kids um, and so I think that's huge in the recruiting process um, I've been in this area uh, going on 20 years now uh, recruiting and so I have a lot of connections within like the two-hour radius um, we do need to get outside of that and um, so having some other area to recruit to is is nice for him to bring to us. That's the biggest thing is, like, we have some systems that kind of fit, you know, some AU teams, some high school teams, coaches that we trust and have counted on in the past to send, you know, to recommend kids and for us to watch. And um, so that's been great for us. And I think, again, he's just going to help in that recruiting process with his eyes, seeing what it, who is good and who is good not good enough um and so and then communicating um i think that's big yeah if only it was as easy as having someone like Bree arbor who's literally in our backyard <laughs> you know a division one transfer yeah. uh, but obviously as recruiters players all over the, the the country and you've done a really good job of recruiting the area and bringing in all the great players to this area so we're obviously very appreciative of that uh someone like grayson hall who has been a freshman whereas a freshman for us she's from randleman north carolina had a double double in that game versus lr 11 and 11 what do you see her ceiling to be going forward because she's to me she's been dominating the league I know Mm -hmm. the numbers may have not you know put up she's not putting up 30 points a game like Bree is but I think she does a lot of good things well uh, both on the offensive and defensive end where do you see her growth as a player yeah I'm excited with her I think um, especially in the postseason just to get her working on um, some things that uh, is new to her Um, and she's she's done a great job and as far as recruiting that I'm that's all Coach Jack right there um, getting her here. She had a connection with her prior to coming here. She's also been in the area of recruiting um, for several years as well. And so she's been she's been great at that. And same thing, has a great personality to, com- to 
connect with everybody but that's our get right there is uh Grayson and so I'm very thankful for that you know it's a lot of them have come in and um showed that they can make an impact but she she can do so many things um I love the versatility that type of player that can go inside out can pass and handle it um so she's definitely been great Mm-hmm. Now, I love the summers here on campus as, as coaches. I, I kind of joked to myself, I felt like I saw uh, you and I saw some other coaches here all summer. Now, I know it's against the rules, and I, I didn't break this rule, but <laughs> men's coaches uh, for the basketball team aren't even allowed to work out, you know, like your, your women's players. So right, I, yeah. I never thought that'd be a big deal. Like, you know, I'm not their coach. Yeah. But I know I have some influence in things that, you know, we can't do. So yeah. um, I say that just to say we hope to see that the girls and boys as well will work out on their own, whether mm-hmm. it's here on campus with, you know, someone, their teammates or things like that. Um, do you have any – I guess, is there more so you or another coach or Coach Josh or strength coach that has some summer plans for your players to get work in, whether it's in the weight room or just on the basketball court working on different things? Yeah, Coach Josh uh, shares a plan with them over the summer, and then Coach Jack has made uh, a summer workout for them in the past that they use. Um, We just can't, like, track what they're doing, um, but I hope that they do it. And a lot of times they really come back – for the most part come back in shape and stuff like that I think um that's huge and they know they know every year we're trying to get better and bring in better so I think that's good for them to push themselves and know that that's important yeah I'll I'll tell you a quick story I had um I was a JUCO transfer and I remember I got recruited by my alma mater SUNY Canton and I didn't think I had to try out so I came into this into the season not in shape (laughs) and uh, he made the whole team actually try out and I remember having like body cramps for two weeks like yeah. I couldn't move so I learned my lesson yeah. uh, as a freshman and I tell all the kids now like do things in the summer yeah you know, no matter what year you are always try to come back obviously in, in, in good shape you know right now with two regular season games left we sit two be- two wins behind eighth place in the conference tournament uh, with those two teams you're behind in Mars Hill and UVA wise have you or anyone on your staff kind of crunched the numbers yet to see if they're still uh, I believe I think there's still a possibility of making the tournament but have you guys kind of done that math yet I think coach Jack has looked at it um, I've just I have not um, like makes my brain fry <laughs> trying yeah. to look at it because you just don't know and you don't want to get your hopes up and stuff like that but just trying to take game by game every game is important no matter what we you know if there's no chance of getting to the tournament we want to finish higher than we did last year we finished 11th out of 13th last year so it'd be great to be ninth or 10th yeah. be great to be eighth to get in but yeah. we can't and then at one time 500 was our goal and probably won't hit or will not hit that now but at least try to get a better record than we did the year before so that's each you know being realistic and what our next goal is yeah absolutely I know at the end of the year I think all the head coaches uh, vote for players that are deserving of all conference however I want to be I want us to be selfish for a little bit (laughs) and in your opinion uh, who do you think is deserving of all conference um, on this team yeah um, we don't get to vote for our own um, but and that's that's understandable but um, I think you know it's so hard the sack is so hard like I think where you finish is a factor um, in how many you get on the team. I think realistically with what Bree did last year and um, preseason picked and what she's done when she's not been injured, um, I think likely she will be a realistic pick. And I hope that Emma will as well. I think 
uh, both of those are very valuable to us and um, sometimes Emma doesn't get seen for the so many things she does well uh, and I think hopefully when Brie was out people saw what she was capable mm-hmm. of doing I, I hope that we can get to um, but sometimes that when you're that bottom seed sometimes you don't get to you just get one and it may be and somebody may have where Brie has been out um, only saw Emma so you just you you never know but I think uh, what I love about this team is we're so uh, we're we share the ball and we're so unselfish and uh, sometimes that that gets overlooked um, when it comes to the voting and that's sad because we share the ball and uh, you know we don't let people just go ISO one-on-one and so sometimes just varies so it depends on really how many the other teams are getting Um, you know number one seed might get last year I think number two seed got four you know so you just never know is it that so that takes away uh, the lower seeds getting one or two absolutely well you have Definitely a handful of girls that are well-deserving of that. Obviously, we don't get to vote on that ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think we, Grace and all freshmen, Shirley. Do they have an all-freshman team? They have they a team, do. yeah. Yes. I, um, I, I don't know about um, freshman a year. I think she's in the running for sure. But there's a couple other freshmen that have done uh, really well. So it, it depends on, again, where we kind of land. Mm-hmm. Well, good deal. Uh, you know, two games left in the regular season. We play Lincoln Memorial at home. Uh, that will be a 7.30 start start time for you all. Obviously hoping to get a win there. And then we travel to Catawba on Saturday, March 2nd. That is the number one team in the country, correct? Do you know? Oh, I don't think. Surely okay. not. Someone's over there. <laughs> <laughs> At one time they were up there, but I don't – surely not. Oh, I, I was told by either some, somebody. Yeah. Hopefully it was a different, a different I'll look, sport. If, I'll if look anything. after yeah, so we obviously finish off uh, the regular season um, again at Catawba. Hopefully, they're number one in the conference. That's for sure. Yes, that's for maybe sure. Maybe that's what someone told maybe. me. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Not, okay, not the top of the country. <laughs> maybe uh, eight. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. We'll check on that. Okay, I'll let you all know. But again, coach, good luck to you this week with two games left. We're hoping to get two wins and hopefully get another eight seed in the conference tournament. Appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, coach. We will now take a quick break and then speak with men's head coach Ben Thompson. Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our regions. From the farm to our stores to your table, Food Country USA. And we are back with the men's head coach, Ben Thompson. Coach, how are you today? Doing well. How are you? Doing pretty solid. Uh, last week had two home games. It was a tough last week with uh, two, again, very close games. It seems like we've had a ton of those games this year. Uh, played Mars Hill on Wednesday and LR on Saturday. Uh, that game against Mars Hill had it was a three-point loss, but they had exceptional play from their guards in that game. Uh, what specifically did you see them do uh, to be successful in that game? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, they're probably quicker than we are. and uh, We're bigger and longer than they are, and so I think they were able to get underneath us a little bit and, and get to the rim and draw some fouls and then you know Dawkins hit some really tough threes you know I think he's the second leading scorer in the league or something like that you know he's a a all-league guy who's freshman of the year two years ago so you know they're just really good players and so you know every team I don't think people understand how good this league is you know every team is really good and so you know you've you've got to play your best at all times and you can't have lapses and and 
you know, it seems like there's a stretch somewhere in the second half where we seem to have a four or five minute lapse and it's come to, to snake bite us. And so, um, you know, I just thought that they were able to, to be quicker than us and kind of get down the hill and kind of spray it out to some shooters. And they hit some tough shots when it mattered. And so, um, you know, credit to them, but frustrating for us. Yeah. You know, injuries have obviously been something this team has dealt with all year. Uh, at one point, I think we only had eight to nine healthy bodies. We played with eight bodies on that Wednesday game. I uh, know that being said, do you think fatigue has played a factor at all in these close games for us this year? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think I'd be foolish not to think that. But, you know, um, it may be a reason, but, you know, we can't just hang our hat on excuses. You know, we've got to try to, to fight through some of that stuff and um, – you know, and, and try to, to come out on top. Yeah. On Saturday, we had our senior day, uh, played a game against LR. We honored four seniors with those seniors being Evan Burton, Russ Wells, Cade Looney, and Patrick Antonelli. Uh, specifically, what have those four guys meant to you in this program? Yeah, you know, Evan, you know, came here as, as a D-team guy and worked hard and, you know, got promoted to the varsity squad. And is just a really good kid, hard worker, uh, does a lot of the right things. And, you know, Russ has been with us for three years and, um, you know, was a big part of the transition. And, you know, he's a guy who wants to get into coaching as well. And so, um, you know, he uh, has obviously meant a lot to us as well. Cade, you know, is a local Southwest Virginia guy, played for his dad in high school, came here, uh, was part of our first, you know, D2 recruiting class and, you know, has had a solid career. And then, you know, Patrick has, has been here, not from the beginning, but pretty close, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so came in and during that COVID year and, uh, you know, uh, is is the only guy that's remaining from the Division three to Division two transition. And, and so, you know, he's hung in with us the whole time. And, um, you know, he's he's obviously meant a lot to us as well. You know, in that game against LR, uh, it was a close game. We had the lead at one point. Um, we were tied with, I think it was 6.45 to go in that game uh, on Saturday. Can I walk me through what happened in your eyes, that last stretch, those last six, seven minutes of the game? Yeah, we were up tw- uh, we were up nine with 12 minutes to go. And then they made a couple runs, and, it, you know, it was – they beat us on some 50-50 balls and some rebounds. And, um, you know, we didn't dive on the floor like we should have or grab the ball with two hands, trying to tip it to ourselves. And so they got all the loose balls, and, and that gives you a lot of momentum. And, you know, we, we got down and, and, you know, kind of forced up a couple of bad shots, and they got some runouts. And so, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't really handle those, those last uh, 12 minutes very well. Now, this season has kind of gone the way it has. It shouldn't diminish that we've been in close games and we've had players play really well on both ends of the floor. I mean, I know with – the voting for the all-conference team uh, as head coaches, you don't get to vote for your own players. You vote for you know everyone else uh, on the other teams. But if we can be kind of selfish for a second, and in your opinion, if at all, who is deserving of all-conference on this team? You know, for us, yeah, I think we could list off three or four guys. But the reality is, is, is you know, the league is probably going to look at us and say, you know, we don't have – I don't think we have anybody top 15 in scoring or top 15 in rebounding or anything like that because we've kind of done it by committee. Um, you know, I think at one point we had six guys averaging double figures. We may have slightly less than that now. You know, so we, we may end up getting somebody on there. You know, J.D. might make it just because he's our leading scorer. You know, Gabe might might make it because of, you know, he's preseason first team. 
you know, but, um, you know, will any of the other guys get on there? You know, I, I don't know. You know, it could be a year we don't have anybody on there just because we're so far down in, in the standings, even though I think we have a lot of respect uh, from other teams. We just haven't been able to close it out really well. So, you know, if, if we're sitting, you know, in first or second and have five or six guys averaging double figures, you know, then you probably got three or four guys making it. But, you know, I, I don't know that we'll have anybody. We might. Um, but normally kind of how that goes is, you know, it's going to be – Top 15 in scoring, top 15 in rebounding, top, you know, leader in blocks, leader in steals, leader in assists, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, right now, statistical categories, I don't, I don't think we have anybody that fits in, in those areas. So, you know, we may get one or two. We may get none. Um, you know, you just, you just don't know. Yeah. Looking ahead to this week, uh, there's two regular season games left. We host LMU on Wednesday the 28th, which, you know, for so long they've been so good, but they just recently lost. You know, that was kind of our roughest loss in the year. They just kind of punched us really in the mouth and uh, had some success kind of getting whatever they want. What are you hoping to see from uh, our team when we play them again on Wednesday? Yeah, I mean, we uh, we came out fighting and we outscored them in the second half uh, and played better. And so, you know, some of that's on me because, you know, we try to do some different things defensively and you know, it didn't work out, and so that always falls on the head coach when something doesn't doesn't work like that. And so, you know, we'll we'll be a little bit more simpler in our approach this time around. Uh, but hopefully, we'll see that continued fight uh, that we've seen, and, and hopefully, we can play better down the stretch and and uh, get a win on Wednesday. Yes, and then looking forward to that game against Catawba. I personally love playing a team like Catawba, who um, is I think the top of the league right now. You know, we had only a four point loss against them at home, 95-91. That was back on January 6th. Uh, we saw some balanced scoring from our team, and I thought we handled their press pretty well. That Obviously, since we're not in have a chance to make that uh, conference tournament, with that last game being on the road against essentially you know one of the top teams, if not some would say the top team in the league, what are you hoping to see with our players in their last game of the regular season? Yeah, you know, on Wednesday, you know, we have a chance to play spoiler and, and kind of end LMU's dominant run of conference championships. On Saturday, you know, Queens is kind of in the mix to win the conference championship as well. But both of these two teams are probably going to make the NCAA tournament, um, you know. And so last week of the season, you know, backs against the wall, you know, quote-unquote, don't have anything postseason to play for, you know, how are you going to play against two of the best teams in the league and, uh, you know, two teams who, you know, are arguably going to be in the mix to win the conference tournament as well as play in the NCAA tournament in two weeks. And so, you know, how do we stack up? How do we compare to, to those guys? So I think it'll be a good measuring stick as we kind of head into the off season and something that hopefully we can use for motivation for next year. Yeah, with it being the last week of the regular season, uh, what are your final thoughts on this team and this league this year? You did mention that this te- this league is so good with so many good players and scorers and defenders. Kind of give me a, your quick recap of our team in this league. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a frustrating year. You know, we start the season off receiving votes for top twenty-five. You know, we've had a lot of injuries. You know, uh, and I thought for the most part that our guys have fought, but we've just not been able to finish and close out games. And so that's been that's been frustrating. You know, and it's not been like one one thing. You know, it's a multitude of things. And so, you know, I think that obviously we've underachieved. You know, I I think that, you know, this season should have gone a lot better. But I also I'm also proud of our guys because they haven't quit. They haven't folded. They've continued to fight. 
and claw and scratch. And so, you know, hopefully that will continue uh, this week. And then the off season as, as we prepare uh, for next year. And then the league, I mean, it's, it's the ACC of Division Two. You know, it's uh, arguably the best league in the country. You know, we'll probably have three or four teams make the NCAA tournament. And, you know, I, I'll always say this. If, if you are in the mix to win our league, then you've got a chance to also win a national title. That's not the case for every conference, you know, but it is for ours. And so, you know, that's the bar that we're striving to get to. Um, you know, hopefully we can get there next year where we're competing for a conference title. But, you know, this league is so good that if you're competing for a conference title, you're also good enough to win a national championship. And so, you know, we the, the bar – uh, it's not the teams in our region. The bar is our league, um, you know, and so uh, hopefully we can we can be better next year and then hopefully our first opportunity to make the NCAA tournament next year, hopefully we'll do it. Absolutely. That sounds great. You know, with two games left in the regular season, uh, thank you again, Coach, for that, that quick recap and preview. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners out there? Um, just Wednesday nights, our last home game, come out, come loud, come proud. You know, let's fill this thing up and uh, and go out with a bang. Awesome, Coach. Thank you. Good luck to you this week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, sir. At Food Country USA, local sourcing is a top priority, providing customers with local products since 1914. Food Country USA has taken pride in providing quality service and value to our neighbors from the farm. You have just heard from Coach Ben Thompson, the head coach for the men's basketball team. Now I just want to give you a quick recap as we close out the show. Obviously, as both coaches have said, you know, it hasn't been the greatest year in terms of wins and losses um, for both teams. You know, the women's team currently sits the, the bottom, one of the bottom three teams in the league, and as well as us, we may end up finishing uh, either second to last or last in the league. And I've I've heard some advice from a good coaching friend of mine, you know, who basically says like you have to learn to lose before you know how to win. Uh, not every team has the ability to just have the best talent and continue to have that success year in and year out. It, it takes some tough adversity. It takes tough games. It takes tough seasons uh, for your players and your coaches to learn how to do the right things. So, you know, as bad as this year was, especially uh, on the men's side, I think we're in a good position to now learn from our losses, learn from our mistakes, and learn from all the things that we've dealt with this year, things not going our way. Uh, and I'm really excited and looking forward to the next year when we potentially return everyone. Well, everyone, that's a great show. That's a weekly look inside Emory and Henry basketball on both the men's and the women's side. We will see you back next week. Thank you.